Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Reigns. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday, and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Asher, why you got a guitar there? I was playing guitar, man. Oh, yeah? Playing a guitar with no shirt there? Yep. Cool stuff, man. Good stuff. So, Bristol, so, what did we do this weekend? Yeah, so this weekend, Asher and I, he drove down to Magnolia, Arkansas. And then we drove to Gainesville, Texas. And we watched a high school football game, which is actually really good because I don't watch football. And I was actually, we watched the whole game and it was really good. They won with 20 seconds left to go. So shout out to the Gainesville Leopards. Um, yeah, we went and watched with my family because my little brother, he plays football. He's a senior there. So yeah, we got the trailer, the running trailer for Asher's races he's got coming up. And um, this morning... Asher went or came with us with the mirror riders and back here in Magnolia and did a long run this morning. So, oh yeah. Uh, and it was super humid and felt like I was sucking, sucking through a wet rag the entire time. Yeah. He said it was humid. <laughs> it honestly didn't feel that bad in my opinion, but. Uh, I guess but. You're, just, you're just used to the Magnolia air and I'm not, which. I mean, whatever. Who knows? Hey, so you remember that guy, Levy, Levy Letty, I reached out to last week? Yeah. So he ended up responding, and he has some really good responses. And so Sweet. I asked him what his what his worst running advice was, and uh, this is what he told me. He said, don't bother with training slow. Go full throttle on each run. <laughs> it's the quickest way to get better. Right. And for those of you listening, don't take that advice literally. That is the worst thing to do. Asher and I, on the long run, we actually talked about that. Asher talked about how he went a faster pace than he usually does and how he wasn't sleeping as good. And that's signs of, you know, overtraining, things like that. And uh, how you really need to take your mileage days easy and your hard days hard. So, yeah. Yeah. And then um, he... I asked him, like, what, what I also asked Levy, I said, what's something you think the world should know? He said, if you want to feel healthier and perform at an optimal level, pay close attention and focus on your gut health. A healthy gut improves your immune system, skin health, and digestion. When your gut isn't functioning properly, it can affect weight gain, poor mood regulation, decreased energy levels, nutrition deficiencies, and many other issues. And... Um, yeah, so that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he wants the world to know. I like that a lot. Attention to your gut health. And yeah. Honestly, like I, something I told Asher that the summer is the summer I was eating all foods that were organic, natural, no GMOs. And I mean, I would have some Ben and Jerry's ice cream every now and then, but other than that, I was eating pretty good. And then I started uh, eating at the cafeteria here at Southern Arkansas University, and. Honestly, I just feel like oh, not good, not good compared to whenever I was eating on my own. 
but it's paid for. So, but yeah, I know you wanted to go into diet, Asher. Yeah. So one thing that is huge, I mean, that I take away from that immediately is, um, we, we take for granted a lot of the time, like, uh, how we could see external results pretty easily. So it's like, Oh, you know, look good, feel good, but that doesn't always apply because as much as you and I might take for granted that we can pretty much eat whatever we want and still be able to run to be able to run at our best. We really should both. I mean, really anybody, we have to focus in on what goes on inwardly. So I I love that, that point he makes about um, gut health. It's not something we think about because, or that's not something we often think about because we're like, ah, you know, uh, I'll kind of put whatever in my body and that's going to be fuel for my next run. But gut health more look, uh, looks more closely at um, the cultures of bacteria, like actually in your gut. And those help with digestion. Um, and there's a whole, a whole lot more to that. But yeah. And I mean, you probably even speak to that. I mean, you've been, like you're saying, you've uh, been having some issues. Oh my gosh, man. I've been having some serious food issues lately, food related issues. Um, one thing I remember from my high school biology class, one of the very few things I remember is that whenever you eat food, it goes into your cells and basically you are what you eat. And that's a very true statement. And I want everybody listening to remember that you are what you eat. And I may even title this, that episode, this or something. We'll see. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's it's such a big thing, and it's so overlooked. And there's a lot of talented runners out there that can just slam pizzas and slushies and beer all the time and be fine and still be fast. But as far as longevity, health wise, like longe- like when you're older and you know you're 80 years old, I mean, what you eat really is important and will affect your health down the road. And yeah, something I was talking to Asher about is, so I have like, and it's something I've really picked up on the last few weeks is every morning for practice, I always throw up and it's always stomach acid. And then I look at what I eat the day before and a lot of the food in the cafeteria is a lot of sodium, a lot of super oiled down and very fatty fried and it's just not super healthy. And I mean, they have some quote unquote healthy options but none of it's healthy to where like you're you can eat enough of it to get full. Like they have a salad bar, right? But I mean everything else is like they consider it healthy because it's low calories. But let's throw that out the window. Calories doesn't equal healthy. You know, you could eat something that's right. low calories and be unhealthy. And I'm tired of reading articles where I'm looking up. You know, what's the most healthy thing to eat at Taco Cabana? And they throw off some really good things just because they have a lot of calories. But it's okay if it has a lot of calories. Just because it has a lot of calories doesn't doesn't mean it's healthy and you need to stop associating calories with health because that's that's not the deal. It's the quality of the food, the food itself, how it's cooked, what it's cooked with, where it comes from. That's what matters. That's what's healthy. And so I've been struggling because, I mean, basically the only food option I have is the cafeteria here. And I've just noticed my body is just not feeling the greatest (laughs) since I've been eating here. 
And it's felt, it felt great over the summer, though. But as soon as I started eating here, it kind of took a dip. Um, and my running's taken a dip, and I still throw up in the mornings. Uh, oh. So, but one thing I've noticed to watch out for now is stuff with a bunch of acid in it. So, like, oranges and Propel, something I didn't even think about was Propel that I used to drink every day has a lot of acid in it, right? And again, this is just for me because I struggle with stomach acidity. Not everybody does. Just It's just a Briston thing. And uh, some people also <laughs> struggle with it too, but um, that's about it. So you have anything to add to that, Asher? Um, yeah, I mean, I can attest to just that, I mean, this is, I guess it's kind of an SAU thing. It's probably most colleges. I think it's the fact that they cook with a lot of vegetable oils. And so that will raise the acidity of your stomach, just, you know, having that for three meals a day. Um, Cause I remember, you know, I would, I never experienced um, stomach, uh, like heartburn. Like you said, heartburn the yeah. other day, I never experienced heartburn to a degree or to the degree, to the degree that I started experiencing it during college. And I think some of that's attributable to like the fact that, I grew up in a household that we rarely cooked with like nasty vegetable oils, but it was, it was, we were cooking with olive oil and coconut oil a lot of the time. Um, to college and you get to the, just these uh, cafeterias or uh, restaurants that cook with majority like canola oil or just blend vegetable oil. And yeah, you can olive just oil. It. It's, here and just um I, I think that's what the acidity the acidity acidity issue rises from but yeah and you know olive oil is where it's at that's what you yeah know, i was talking to asher and all i get is olive oil now because i mean it's the best kind of oil to use okay yep. you know i want to throw this out there for our listeners uh look into vegetable oils in your diet because there have been studies that have been done where they've linked vegetable oils to a wide range of inflammatory issues and even cancer. So watch out for it. Um, it's also ca- packed with calories and you can't properly digest vegetable oil. So that's, hey. my, that's the only thing I'm going to say on it. And I will, I'll give merit to Asher because he was I, I didn't I didn't know this till yesterday no this morning actually but he was gonna major in uh what was it pre-health or something? I, was, I was gonna go pre-med yeah yeah he's gonna go pre-med in school and then switch his major major up to finance and uh <laughs> so he took a few classes so he I, he might know I did take what he's talking about but I mean uh you know every I think every athlete does their own research and yeah. that's what I've continued to do throughout the years because like you said man uh, we are what we eat and I want to make sure what I'm eating is, is good for me is going to make me a faster runner. <laughs> now it's an exception. If you run a run a hundred miles, when you run a hundred miles, you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> you just yeah, need so. something to keep your energy moving. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I've never experienced that. I'd be really interested to know, um, you know, maybe if anybody's out there that's run a hundred miles or even a hundred K, uh, what your experiences with like sugars and, and caffeine and maybe really fatty foods. Um, I can tell you something really. 
Yeah, go ahead. I, I could tell you something uh, that I did. You know about this. We played the video. I made a video when I was 16 years old of a marathon I ran when I was 16. And I, oh, uh, yeah. I before the, at the start of, or before the finish line, or before the start of the race, <laughs> there's my words. Sorry, this cat down here is distracting me. All right. Before we started the race, there's this girl. And, you know, I didn't know anything about trail running. This was like my first actual trail race. And it was a 26-mile trail race, two 13-mile loops, right? And this girl, she said, hey, you know, if you take a goo every hour, you'd be able to keep your energy levels up. So I was like, okay. And uh, before that, I had trained with the goo twice. And uh, so I packed about eight goos in my pouch. And uh, for the first six hours, you know, for the first four hours, I ate a goo every hour. Soon after, I was puking my guts out, and I did end up finishing the race, barely. And so uh, my advice would be, you know, when you're running a really long distance, you're going to be out there for a lot of hours. Don't be putting stuff in your body that you're not used to at an excessive amount like I did. I just didn't know, man. I was just trying to – she knew what she was doing. She's ran a marathon before, and so I was just like, okay. Right. So – yeah, but I'd be interested to know, like, what people's experience is with, like, if, for example, if I were at mile, I don't know, mile 80 of my 100 miler, and I'm like, man, I just need, I need something to sustain me these last 20 miles. Um, and at the A station, you know, they had a variety of options, but I chose, like, Oreos or something. You know, how does that feel on your gut uh, compared to, something that might be a little healthier like not even not even healthier but just um i guess less sugary which is healthier so like you ate a well, you ate a cliff bar your body the needs milk. the sugar you know That's there's true. this there's this guy that says or that i heard about that he ran a hundred mile race and i i can't i think i might have read this in a book in a running book by scott jerk maybe and he said that for ultra marathons he'll drink a Coca-Cola or a soda, but that's the only yeah. time he'll drink a Coca-Cola or a soda is, is during right. a ultra marathon. And then whenever he's just every day living, he's not going to drink Coca-Cola because it's not that good for you, you know? And so I think, right. I think honestly, when it comes to ultra marathons, it's just all game. Like whatever you get in you, <laughs> shove it in you, which, which I'm kind of worried about for my, whenever I do my first hundred miler, whatever that is, because I, I don't know how I'm going to eat or how my body's going to respond to eating in a hundred miles. Cause I already don't do good with it right now. And the longest I've gone is like what? 32 miles or something with Asher. Yeah. We need Did to share eat- that. We need to share that Did- story sometime. Yeah. Did you eat it all during that 50 uh, K? Um, yeah. At the halfway point. So at 20 miles with 13 left to go, I, stopped at the area and I think I had some fruit and I think I might have, I can't remember exactly what I had. I had a little bit of something, um, but I really did not eat a lot. And then after I ate a pizza right after the race and I was on the toilet and my stomach was not happy. It was, Don't eat a big greasy pizza right after a 50 K. Just, just let me give you all some advice right now. If you ever run that, because I was on the toilet for quite a while. And my stomach was not happy for the next few hours. So I think I remember that. 
Did, yeah. Was that what, did you and Carly, y'all went out like to get yeah. pizza afterwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went and got a pizza after the race. And then, uh, I just remember my legs just, um, cramping a lot. <laughs> and I remember how dehydrated yeah, I, I was. That. It was ridiculous. I just, my body takes in so much water. I was so dehydrated. All right, so you had a bad experience with pizza after the race. Yeah, I don't do And that. for all those listening, I I had a homemade, I want to say quesadilla or burrito and beer immediately after the race. And, and that was the best cool. thing I could do with my body. <laughs> that right. was spot on. <laughs> I'll give it to you. All right. All right. Hey, it's about time to wrap it all up. But, um, Hey, I just want to thank everyone for listening. And yeah, or two days ago, well, actually, yeah, whenever you're listening to this, two days ago, I released a episode of um, me interviewing or talking with Jesse Ellis, who's a photographer for Western States, one of the biggest, it's a Super Bowl of ultra marathons in the U.S. And he has his own photography business and running, um, running photography business. And so it's a cool episode. Go check it out. These, these shooting the bull episodes release every Monday and we have a Patreon. So if you want to support the show, help make it better quality and um, just, you know, be generous towards the show. Y'all can click the link below and that will take y'all to our Patreon page where y'all can support the show. So, yep. All right. Let's, what's your last words, Ashton? Happy trails. Happy trails. And... Go get tough. That's what I'm going to say. Right. All right. I'll see y'all later.